Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo! Chat for the week of September 1st, 2016. I am Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Show. I'm joined by Per Snyder. Are you going to do that again? No. Really? We're we rolling with that? We're rolling. Wow. All right, we don't is, have time. Go, I'm Per. Hey. That's Per Snyder. That's Jonathan Dornbush Hello. making his NBC debut. Yes. Uh, he's been with us for, what, like a month uh, now? Two months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Two, two and a half months. Two and a half months. Well, welcome. Uh, Thank you. We have a lot to talk about because the Nintendo Direct happened. But first, uh, we want to let you know that you can leave us a review just like Iron Jimmy on iTunes, who says, I've been, I've been listening to NBC for years. It's by far my favorite podcast. I'm always eager to hear what the crew has to say about the latest happenings. At the hardest company to love. <laughs> I think that was a backhanded compliment for Nintendo, but I get it. Uh, it's fun to revel in their triumphs and lament their many failures, unfortunately. 
It's a well-balanced crew, uh, well-balanced mix of analytical and jovial discussion, and it's probably helped uh, me stay the diehard Nintendo fan that I am today. All right. Thank, thank you very you. much for that. Yes. And let's kick things off really quick with just Holy a quick moly. PSA that IGN mm. is at PAX. This weekend, yes. PAX is in full effect from Friday to Monday. Monday. Yeah, it's yeah. serious business. It's Memorial Day weekend or Labor Day weekend. Labor yeah. Day weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Labor Day weekend. Memorial Day Memorial's in May. I'll be in, L- yeah. in, in L.A. I'm not going to make it to PAX. You're going to PAX? I want to, but oh. I, I don't think I'm going to make it either. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Uh, but do you know our festivities? What's going on? Uh, yeah, we have a few people there. Uh, Marty Sleva is hosting the uh, Telltale Games panel on Friday, okay. uh, which is tomorrow. Yeah, or uh, today. <laughs> I don't know when days are. Uh, there's going to be an IGN podcast beyond featuring Marty, Alana Pierce, and Andrew Goldfarb with a special guest coming. Uh, that's Saturday at 1230. Uh, there's going to be a happy 20th birthday, the Nintendo 64 panel. Uh, with Marty, Alana, and Andrew on Sunday at 11 a.m. And then uh, Alana is going to be on a Scared Yet, a discussion of horror and media panel, which is on a Sunday from 3 to 4. Nice. So that'll be a spoopy panel. Okay. Uh, nice. yeah. Fair Very enough. Cool. And uh, if you follow them on Twitter, I'm sure they'll have some kind of impromptu meetup, yeah. so make sure that you check out. Uh, say, say hi and be nice. Say hi. Yeah, please say hi and be nice. Uh, so next... It's been two weeks. We didn't really talk about Metroid Federation Force uh, review on this podcast. We a got to bit. do a little bit of discussion. We did some at, at Gamescom, yeah. but ultimately uh, 5.9 on IGN, which is mediocre, sadly, on our scale. Um, some challenges, right, being that there were good ideas in that, for example, it was very evocative of Metroid. Yeah. You, you would put up the 3D slider, and it felt like you were like behind the visor. But it was not a balanced single-player campaign, as far as I can tell. It was much better in co-op. Yeah, my, my opinion hasn't changed much since that episode. And, like, if you uh, – we didn't uh, put this out as an audio episode. But mm-hmm. if you go to IGN and just click on the Shows tab, go to NVC, you can watch the Gamescom uh, half hour that we did where we talked about this game. But it's like I, – I think it is worth playing. If you have friends and you have multiple copies of the game, I actually think it is worth your time because they do some really clever stuff. There, there's some really good Nintendo ideas, and they've always been great at creating games specifically for four players to collaborate yeah. and like and have fun and, and play around in. Well, and I think it's worth, yeah, the objectives but, show that. But if you are just playing by yourself, um, no. Yeah, don't okay. do it. Uh, unless you have an internet connection and you're willing to put up with the limited communication. It's not the same. It's just not it, the, it doesn't have the same feel when you play with, with people online, in, yeah. in this case, because of the communication. Yeah, thing. and specifically because some planets have very specific goals that you have to be able to do and yeah. be able to communicate. Like, for example, who's pushing uh, this, this sort of minecart while the other people mm-hmm. are protecting, like things like mm-hmm. that. Or who's sort of doing one thing versus the other. Everyone has a role in some of these stages. But yeah, um, So it, it was unfortunate. Uh, it does have a great tease at the end, a uh, slight mm. spoiler. Cover your ears for the next two minutes. Has a tea for, tease for another uh, Metroid Prime Federation. Uh, either Metroid Prime game or Metroid Prime Federation Force game. Depends on how you want to put it. God help us. I think it's a Metroid Prime tease. More specifically, Hopefully. folks are linking it to what Tanabe told us about the year this game got announced at E3. Where he said there was a larger story he wanted to do mm-hmm. between Samus and I think the enemy's name is Silux. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, hopefully that's a thing. I think that was two minutes. Okay, <laughs> we're done with the spoiler. Come back now. All right. They're probably still not listening if they had their ears covered. Yeah, that's true. You can come back. You can come back. Flip the volume up. All right. right. So uh, next, Axiom Verge is coming out for (laughs) Nintendo Wii U on September 1st, which is the day we're recording this. Very cool Metroid-like game for in a year where we don't have a very cool Metroid-like game despite a 30th anniversary. It, I, I gotta yeah. say, it feels it, it scratches the itch uh, yeah. in this case. If you haven't seen this game, just look it up on IGN Axiom Verge. Um, sounds like you've played it as oh, well. Oh yeah, I played it uh, when it came out on PS4. Nice. Uh, played through it all. Uh, I have a few friends who adored that game, and yeah, it's it's a great throwback. Uh, I think one guy did everything for the entire Thomas game. Thomas Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. Really, really Good excellent man. job. And so, yeah, it's definitely worth playing, I think. Really yep. enjoyable. Yep. It has the same sense of kind of like isolation that Metroid has. You start in this pod and you explore. And it's exactly like Metroid where you go to yeah. the left first to get your power up so that you can go to the right. <laughs> yeah. It has like the kind of blast door looking thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some really clever ways of using items to get past obstacles. Uh, don't ignore it. Um, mm-hmm. Just because it doesn't have Metroid in the name, uh, it's a good game. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Yeah. It's one downer to me as it's slightly chatty in a way that I kind of just want to skip yeah. through and get, mm-hmm. get on exploring. But it's, it's Metal Geary in that. I, I <laughs> will admit that like Symphony of the Night has that just as much as Aria of Sorrow had that yeah. just as much as Metroid uh, Fusion had mm-hmm. that. So I'm, I'm okay with it. But uh, outside of that, great, great Metroid like game available this week yep. uh, as of Thursday. And uh, Nintendo announced a Nindy's Summer Jam is what they're calling it. But basically for the month of September, Every Thursday, they're promising a new game from an independent developer. And for the week of that game's launch, it is 10% off. So if you want to get this game at a discount price and you have not played it yet, this is the week to do it. Just putting that out there for folks. Uh, we also played Noitu Love Devolution, which yep. is a game coming in two weeks uh, to this Nindy's uh, Summer Jam program. Not in love with it as much as uh, Axiom Verge, I will say. like It is an action game that uh, predominantly uses a stylus. Uh, it was based off of uh, we talked PC about this game. Yeah, yeah PC I mean, Noitu Love has been around for a, a long time. Again, yeah. like you know, uh, a tiny little indie development studio, right? Made this yeah. game. It almost feels like a um, like a love letter to Mischief Makers, like the like treasure kind of side scrolling action games, fast paced uh, of that very, very, of that era, yeah. right? Like all sprite based, but it doesn't have the same kind of level of technique. Like you tap the screen to attack and you use your left hand, similar to the new Pikmin game that Which we're going to talk gonna get about. To, yeah. you use your left, uh, your left thumb to actually control the character, and then you tap the screen. The only issue with this game is because it's so fast-paced. I do feel like my hand gets in the way, and yeah. it's less of an issue with the Wii U version, more with the 3DS one, where yeah. you know you use your stylus to tap, but like your hand is kind of in the way. No, I have to put my hand in an angle too when yeah. I'm doing it on a, on a Wii U gamepad. But I think the thing that it is missing, first of all, it has gorgeous graphics, mm. really cool music. I think that the sprite work is really well done for the most part. But I do find myself feeling unsatisfied as I'm tapping through stages because I just feel like I don't my favorite action games I feel great about them because I look good when I execute like the technique and when right. I get the timing down and when I'm doing all that stuff and this game does have a hardcore element in that it subtracts points for every hit of damage you take mm-hmm. not just from your life I'm talking about from your score but I don't feel the satisfaction that comes with man I nailed that like yeah, and there's yeah, some yeah. big bosses it's got all the pieces for yeah. for the kind of game that I would enjoy but I do feel the repetition of just tapping and it, kind of sliding around the screen to hit things it's like a touch screen based metal slug in a way and that like just a lot of stuff is going on mm-hmm. you know and you do have kind of like these great great like big tanks and things pop mm-hmm. up in that game as well yep yep um but yeah to take take a take a look I have to play it a, a ton more to figure out you know uh, whether it's going to grip me so far, you know, Axiom Verge is definitely the one to get this week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, something else that happened while we were on break is uh, Japan's prime minister dressed up in, as Mario at the, Ooh, at the Olympics. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, wasn't yeah. that cool? Uh, so in case you haven't been uh, in the know, uh, in 2020, the uh, Summer Olympics will take place in Tokyo. And so as part of the closing ceremonies at Rio... Yes. Uh, you saw uh, a short video montage followed by the Japanese PM coming out repping Mario, which is a cool thing. So here, here, come, here, here comes my moment where I look at the camera. <laughs> Nintendo, if you do not seize this and figure out how to make Mario and your characters mascots of the Olympics, seriously, this is the way to make your characters even more mainstream. Like there, you know, like I was, I was so frustrated when I heard afterwards. It's like, oh yeah, no, this was a one-off thing. It's like, do not let it be a one-off no. thing. That would be the smartest freaking thing well, to get I, your characters I, on all the screens mm-hmm. in the world. And yeah. I thought I saw a quote that uh, they had an opportunity to use Pokemon, but chose yeah. Mario instead because they felt he was more recognized. Which blew, took like just kind of surprised me because yeah. it's like Pikachu's up there. I don't know if you Especially heard, this but year. maybe you didn't want to <laughs> yeah. be dressed. It's harder to dress as a Pikachu than Mario. You get the hat. That's a harder suit to take yeah. off. Let's, but let's seriously, come on, what that would be awesome because. Olympic mascots are notoriously terrible. I mean, let look back in time. They're awful-looking, stupid, corporately designed creatures most of the time. I'm sure there's some <laughs> exception somebody is going to send me. This is the chance to have something playful. And the Mario characters have played sports, and they've been Olympic games. Like, it's so perfect. I like it. I'm do not, it. There's, there's yeah. no argument against it here. Uh, you have to do it. And another thing that you have to do, according to uh, Nintendo President Reggie fils who was asked at uh, E3. This quote comes from E3, but the story was one cry 
re- recently about what Nintendo needs to do with NX. Reggie said in response, one of the things that we need to do better when we launch the NX, we have to do a better job of communicating the positioning for the product. We have to do a better job helping people to understand its uniqueness and what mean, what that means for the game playing experience. And we have to do a better job of software planning standpoint to have the continuous beat of great new games that are motivating more and more people to pick up the hardware and more and more people to pick up the software. Those are critical lessons. It's about time. <laughs> but it is it about time. time. So, and again, not to be negative Nelly here, but Too they late. say this every generation. They do. They say yeah. this. We all, we, we fail to tell them why our, our machine is special. We fail to have a good cadence of games coming out. The good news, I think, and what's different this time is like if the NX is a bridge device, as rumored, that is both a handheld and a console, and Nintendo will eventually focus all its energy on this one machine. They keep on saying, oh, the 3DS okay, has life, okay. but... Then suddenly you do have this because Nintendo mm-hmm. actually puts out a lot of games. It's just split over two platforms. No, but the other problem is the schedule. Like sometimes, and you know, it, Nintendo is such a quiet company about things, and we don't quite know when the schedule gets pushed back most of the time, I want to say. But some games come together late. They don't do a great job of communicating when or why that happens. And then something slips for like two or three years, and you're like, well, what happened? Well, that's the story, at least with Zelda Breath of the Wild. But I think that that game slipping for the majority that it did is because one day someone woke up and said Wii U is not selling we need to put this somewhere else but it's nice to see them saying this regardless even if they've said it before hopefully you mean it this time because if you don't we're not going to believe you next time. <laughs> I, think they, I think they mean it. The question is if they figured really? out the game plan yeah, for it, if right? if they put it actually into practice. Yeah. It is the yeah. thing. It is nice that they're acknowledging that. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it is in three years if they really stuck to that yep. idea. And, and Jonathan, by the way, we kind of yeah. steamrolled over you here and got you in. Like It's been like two weeks since we've done the show properly. Yeah. So much has happened. So much we're like cover. wound up and we're just like going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like you play Nintendo games, oh, obviously, yeah. I, right? The first just game I ever sure. played was The Legend of Zelda. No, I just made it this far. I want to make sure. Sure. We got this guy sitting I here. Love Everybody's Crash like Bandicoot. He's my no. No, the first game I ever Crash played here. was The Legend of Zelda with my mom. She made, mm-hmm. she brought me up on her NES. We played that together. We played Mario together, Tetris. That's what I grew up on. So no, yeah. Nintendo's been in my life. I just want you to know we don't normally yeah. make people do this, but oh, no, apparently like Pear just really wants no, you but to. But you just popped up on the show. People who tune in late is like, what happened to Brian? Brian's got hair. Brian transformed and his voice changed. No, my go-to joke is always I was born with a game controller in my hand because while my mom was waiting to have me in the hospital, she made my dad run out and buy a Game Boy and a copy of Tetris. Oh, good person. So, yeah. And you cannot nice. say that no is... to a pregnant lady exactly. in the middle of labor. Oh, no. I will tell you yep. that right now. Lucky, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Good story. All right. <laughs> so, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, everything Nintendo Direct, everything at least we can fit into the rest of this program. Stay with us. Schneider and Jonathan Dornbush. Well, well, well. It's (laughs) September 1st, 2016, and we have a Nintendo Direct, and there was a ton of things to talk about. From downtown. Just a couple. Just a couple. Uh, So kicking things off with Pokemon Sun and Moon, and that if you purchase the game between its launch and January 11th, you get a Munchlax that has uh, special crystals, Z-moves, no new features, though, to really speak of, at least during that portion of Direct. Just let off with, hey, Rattata has a Alola form. form. Yeah. And it's dark and normal type as opposed to just the normal type Mm -hmm. Rattata from the original. Uh, So, yeah, that was cool to see. I got to admit, that's not the thing I'm excited about, but keep going. We're going to keep going. (laughs) Super Mario Maker 3DS. Oh, there we go. 100 courses in the box, special medal challenges. However... uh, (laughs) No course ID search, which uh, comes as a bit of a blow. You can create courses but not share them online. This is the roller coaster, people. Hang on. Um, <laughs> you can share your courses locally or via Street Pass if you share them locally. So if, Pear, if I start a course and Pear finishes, finishes it, we have a collaborative medal that no one will ever see because we have to share the, the course locally. I'm being cynical a little bit here, but it comes yep. out December 2nd, um, and... It is both cool but strange to some of us. And I kind of wonder, too, like, 
when Minecraft came out on like uh, iOS or, or Android, how limited was it compared to like the PC product? Well, the, my, and is Minecraft this the same on, kind of story? Ma- Minecraft on mobile was uh, initially a disaster. It was yeah. not a game mm-hmm. people liked. It was you know creative tool and and didn't have the kind of core attraction of the game. that's what this feels like to me. The yeah. core attraction of Mario Maker is the online sort of finding these courses, someone recommending a course to you, and you going, oh, I want to play that, and then discovering it. In this thing, you can play the 100 Mario Challenge, which is cool, mm-hmm. and you can go online and find recommended courses, which is nice, but... If you know, if we may start making courses again, people can't find them at least through the 3DS game itself. Yeah, I, I yeah. think. Look, the rem- the removal of online sharing is just—it's stupid. Like, I I gotta think this is just under the gun. They're trying to get this thing done. I don't think I I doubt it's a real limitation with uh, uh, you know with a system. And they, they they can work this out. Obviously, They're, the good thing about the 3DS it is it is a tiny device and you can hand it to your friend, right? And so you will have a lot of fun, but you're not going to get that kind of gratification of creating something special that a lot of people will share, a lot of people will play, which is a bummer, I think, with that game. Now, yeah, realistically, yeah. I don't know how many people actually got that with yeah. the Wii U game because the discovery was kind of strange, right? No, the, at least until and even then, like they but, didn't make it clear if, uh, for example, the bookmark site if yeah, the bookmark yeah. site would somehow save them from this and you can find a course online recommend it to yourself or set up a playlist that you could then get later and John, I, and I do like the idea of obviously people could do it with the Wii U but there's a much bigger install base for the 3DS and it is hey a kid makes a level wants to share it with his parents or vice versa it kind of helps create foster that relationship yeah but the best but part of Wii that are, situation is the yeah. TV it's it everyone is, no, crowding around yeah. watching it whereas yeah. with the 3DS it's, it's just a one on one experience more people just have the 3DS to be able to access it oh no so, yeah. 100% yeah <laughs> I, I mean, what would be nice for, for people like us is if there was connectivity to the Wii U where you could trade your data to the Wii U and upload it from there, mm-hmm. right? And because I love the idea of being on the being on the road and being able to edit levels. Like, I take forever to make I a stage. I think we all do, yeah. And, like, I, I want to be able to do it in an airplane or when I'm waiting or when I have a couple of minutes away and, like, um, to work on something a little bit and then save it and yeah. return later. Mm-hmm. And I, So I really love the idea of Mario Maker on 3DS. Yeah, it's yeah. just that limitation yeah. of upload yeah. is and real. I want, and I want to make downer. it clear for folks. Like, I think this is still a cool announcement. And it makes sense that the 3DS version of Super Mario Maker would be different from the Wii U version sure. of Super Mario oh, Maker. Yeah. They even said that some courses won't be supported. And we don't know if that's just an asset issue, right? Like, how many assets could the Wii U version handle versus maybe the 3DS version? Mm-hmm. We'll see more with time. But... There is that case of just, man, some of this stuff is a bummer. I hope that this still sort of retains its core spirit despite these limitations. Um, and that's why I just the Minecraft thing stood out to me. But with time, that platform ended up working we out. Like the it, mobile one is highly lucrative. Look, uh, we'll see. I mean, maybe they have a plan to update this version over time and add additional functionality to it. That'd be mm-hmm. great. You know, a lot of games launched without online multiplayer, right, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. now have multiplayer modes. I mean, think about Grand Theft Auto and games like that, yep. where yeah. over time, those games have changed and it could certainly happen here all right another game announcement not going in any particular order but i want to use it because it's going to wrap up to a larger point i want to make poochie and yoshi's woolly world uh the most adorable thing you've seen on a 3ds possibly um not just because the game is uh, a straight up port uh feature complete port of Yoshi's Woolly World for Wii yep. U. Also has special Poochie challenges. There's a Poochie Amiibo that has uh, the cutest butt in the world. Yes. Andrew Goldfarb <laughs> is quite excited about that Poochie Amiibo. Yes. He loves the Poochie. Oh, he's in He love loves with the it. knitted Amiibos. Yes, yeah. yeah. He can't get over it. He. It was just like you saw the heart emoji like just pop out of it's, him. If you real, see him at PAX, time. talk to him about it. You'll probably never stop talking. Yeah, and if you have a Poochie-like Amiibo, give him that. He it's, might actually give you a hug. It's pretty interesting. Like You now have two games where it's like, they get a second life on the 3DS. Yeah, I don't want to bring that up. Yeah, that's the thing, right? The idea that at least we're not sure when this started, but Hyrule Warriors, released in 2014 for Wii U, became Hyrule Warriors Legends in 2016. Mm -hmm. Super Mario Maker, released last year, became Super Mario Maker for Nintendo 3DS, which is going to be released this year. Mm -hmm. And then finally, Yoshi's Woolly World, which came out last year, is going to be Poochie on Yoshi's Woolly World in 2017. So somewhere along the line, Nintendo decided to give some Wii U games a second life because it became very obvious that most 3DS owners did not buy a Wii U. Mm -hmm. 
That's the story. This may be warm up for the DX. Uh, the DX. <laughs> Nintendo Dual Screen. Uh-huh. Uh, no, no, for the NX. Like uh, the, this kind of concept of hey, let's see what, let's see how our games function on two different platforms. Obviously, it's different game code right now, right? Mm-hmm. They have to develop this, but mm-hmm. like the NX, you're going to be able to take with you, and you're going to play it at home. And, like, we've seen with the Vita that a lot of people did not want the same games. And, like, I, this might be interesting practice for them to see how they adapt their game franchises for It could for be. That. And if you're sitting there saying, well, what about Smash Brothers? I didn't include that on this mm. list mm-hmm. simply because from the beginning, Smash Brothers was in development for both platforms. And it does follow a similar model. Like, I'm not going to dismiss that. And in the end, that decision made sense. Uh, look at the sales data. Smash Brothers for Wii U sold 4.90 million units. Compared to 8.23 million mm, units that's on 3DS. Yep. Yep. That's the story. We don't know. But Nintendo has to be careful here, right? Because at the end of the day, Hyrule Warriors Legends, to me, was a backfired version of that concept because the 3DS version was not optimized for that platform. It was sluggish. It had frame issues. And it's not recommendable at that point. It's just like, no. Like, who's going who's gonna to want that game? And I don't know Jonathan. how well that did. I don't think yeah. he does. No, he I'm says, good right uh, now. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Maybe later. Fair enough. All right. Well, I hope that those two ports end up turning out okay in the end. I think they're both mm-hmm. really good games, uh, especially in Yoshi Woolly World's case. I feel like a lot of folks who own a 3DS would enjoy that. It's a great game for on the go. Yep. Hey, this is interesting. Well, I mean, this it sounds mm-hmm. like the 3DS is not dead and will persist because possibly it also hasn't been a Kirby game today. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Oh. Well. This, well what happened to deploy the Kirby? That, well, that it's not already. over. It's not over Clearly. until the pink blob sinks. Clearly, the warning signs of Kirby yeah. have moved on. Yeah. Okay. Well. Oh. Fine. For now. Um, that's his thing. You deploy the Kirby when it's over. It's the end of the yeah. franchise. The end of the if party. you ever see Kirby on Xbox, yeah. that's it. The, the party. <laughs> the party never stops till Kirby shows up. Yeah. So it's my uh, favorite rap song. Right. The, there was an update uh, just on Mario Party Star Rush, and they showed some modes of that. Uh, overall looking better than the last Mario Party for Wii U. Just putting that out there. Let's see how it shakes out, but whatever. Pairs rolling his eyes. It's hard to get excited, but it's also, I mean, that's for a very young audience. It's I agree. fun for kids to play these games, and mm-hmm. we're not going to take that away from them, but yeah. I think my Mario Party excitement days are over. Yeah, you know, I, on the N64, man, we, we played we played those games oh, until yeah. the wee hours of the night. Yep. Yeah. As, as, as crazy but, 20-somethings. Um, <laughs> exactly. Animal Crossing New Leaf is getting an update, and it is still a mystery. I don't <laughs> understand. What do I need to do to find out? And I, I just want to know. That's my thing. Because you have a, an Animal Crossing smartphone app coming up, which you argued might be tied into this update. And now I'm starting to agree with you yeah. for a couple Finally. of reasons. Mm-hmm. Finally, Finally I, I agreed with you Makes on something. Uh, first of all, uh, let's just get to the announcement part, right? So Nintendo says 50 new cards released in December, uh, a, a new series of cards that basically feature villagers that were not seen in New Leaf. And not only are they new villagers, but they have mobile homes, Interesting. <laughs> so Very the, interesting. Yeah. I would love if Animal Crossing for iOS or Android was mobile homes for mobile phones, but so far I have no clue if that's a thing or not. You just had some free time and made up the marketing. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. maybe. It, well, it just sounds like a cute enough idea those guys for would sure. go for. Yeah. And are they like just kind of yeah. tipping their hand a little bit with Look, this or there, not? There is. There's got to be a connection. You, you don't just, one does not simply, revive a <laughs> multi, like a game that came out so many years and updated on the 3DS, which, by the way, is not a platform where software gets routinely patched and updated, right? Mm-hmm. Like that is not the number one platform for their DLC efforts. Even though Hyrule, um, Hy- Hyrule Warriors and uh, and Smash Brothers got a bunch, but like yeah. it's unusual, so it's mm-hmm. got to be tied in. I love the mobile home tie-in to Thanks. mobile. It makes sense. Some, yeah, days, makes sense. some days I surprise yeah. you, and um, then uh, you know so I'm curious to see what is this going to be enough for us to actually get out of bed and play this again. Mm-hmm. So the Amiibo cards come out December second. The uh, there's they're going to go into a, more detail on this update at a mm-hmm. future Nintendo Direct. Interestingly enough, they're calling it a mini direct. Interestingly enough, Japan already dated it, but US didn't. So Japan November. said like November or something. something. I'm forgetting the date. Uh, sorry, it's in the IGN story. I can look that up while we talk. Um, but yeah, I I think prolonging it means Maybe the smartphone app is tied into it. So I'm going to say Pear was right early uh, <laughs> and add to that theory. Add that one to the Pear was right list. <laughs> Thank you. No. Okay. I oh, take, speaking I of Pear was right, well, right, we should talk about Amiibo. 
What's your Amiibo? Uh, something something Zelda Classics. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So uh, Nintendo talked about uh, what so far. This this just looks like what do we have planned for to celebrate? Yeah, uh, Zelda's thirtieth. And before we get into it, <laughs> what do we have planned for Metroid's thirtieth? Crickets, like nothing. Like the, the the last Metroid is in captivity, and clearly it cannot be shown. Yeah, the galaxy is in pieces <laughs> <laughs> at the moment. But uh, the Legend of Zelda uh, has a new. 30th anniversary line. Yeah. So it is four Amiibo figures, even though they come in three packages. So it's an 8-bit Link. Um, It is an Ocarina of Time Link. And it's a two-pack that includes Toon Link uh, and Zelda from The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Just in that art style. Now, just to put this up front, these Amiibo work the same as a Link and a Zelda. There is nothing Mm -hmm. super special about them if you scan them in other games. However, they have special functionality in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild when it launches next year. What do you think that is? Do you think this is simply them, you know, they know that you don't have a relation yet to the new characters, like from the from the new game, obviously. So they want to make sure that you keep thinking about the Legend of Zelda, so they give you like the most beloved links um, from the series. Or, or do you think there is some sort of hook for the classic? I have two answers to, the new to this, game. but I want John to go first. All right, John. I, I could totally see there being a hook to the class games in some respect, um, yep. especially just because of the anniversary right now, and with that game being as big as it is, I think there will be plenty of nods as it is, and using those Amiibos is a great opportunity to bring out those nods as well. I like it. Sure. So that's part of my answer is mm-hmm. I think maybe uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild is this convergence of all these timelines. And it'll be interesting to see what exactly these amiibo do because the Twilight Princess amiibo summons a helper to come help you fight. Mm-hmm. It summons Wolf Link who will help you. Is this a case where you're going to have an anime Zelda come out, a Toon Link come out? Inhabit the enemies. and Who knows? <laughs> um, but that's, that's part of what I'm wondering about. But then the second half of this is actually I'm going to start with a question. What was the number one amiibo uh, in North America? Link. Ah. P-Stand Link. P-Stand Link. Not not Wind Waker. And there have been a lot of Zelda-related amiibo, if you think about it. So in the Smash series, what were there? Like five, I think? So Link, Zelda, Sheik, Toon Link, Ganondorf. Ganondorf. Then you have the Breath of the Wild set, which are three more Coming, interesting yeah. ones. Two of them, which are Link again. Then and you have then, Link and Midna. Yep. Uh, I mean, uh, Wolf Link. Wolf Link Midna, is yeah. another one. And now you have three more, which um, I don't think this is the end of the 30th anniversary set. There are hmm. way more Zelda games to represent as well. I mean, you could do a Majora's Mask one. You can do a Skyward Sword one. For sure. Um, you know, a Loftwing or something. Like, there's still r- potential for me. So I, I feel like... This is just the first half. Well, I hope they do something though. Like if all they are are just a uh, a different version of the link, you know, the link you already have, mm. um, then it's firmly a collectible. It doesn't mm. need to be an amiibo, you know. And we've that's faced the, this problem before. That's like the gap to Zelda is still very big. So you know, I hope they don't drag this out too much because mm-hmm. people are going to say, "Why am I buying these?" Right? Yeah. yeah. But I will say that um, as happy as I am for this set. I am very disappointed, and and still, this lines up with what we've been saying on the show before, that Nintendo only celebrates anniversaries when there's a product next to it, and I just think that's a shame. I do think that uh, I wish the company was a little better at sort of being ahead of some of these things, and maybe Federation Force was supposed to be that game until everyone turned and hated on that game. Still, the lack of Metroid does hurt for me. But there's, you know, I'd argue that you could do a one-week celebration where you give away Super Metroid for free or something, right? Like, Mm -hmm. there are ways to celebrate without having new product available. Or themes, Um, or other like like, digital collectibles. Definitely a new like, some of the Metroid Prime suits of Samus would have been good for Amiibo, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. No, I, I think those are all fair. All right, uh, let's go through. There's a Street Pass update that adds five new games. Uh, we haven't, haven't played, played them yet. yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. Haven't played no. them. I downloaded them, though. So there's a bundle for $8.99, which you'll get, I believe, four games out of the five, and you get one for free. Yeah. You can choose mm-hmm. between Slot Car Rivals or Market Crashers, which, by the way, the, the concept to Market Crashers, <laughs> there's some sort of like stock market, buying and selling, street passing with friends. I'm on board. If this is uh, the Wolf of Wall Street on friggin' Me Plaza, we're they in. I love that stuff. I mean, <laughs> Like the Animal Crossing games have the whole Kabu like turnip system yes. in it too, so they they love that kind of stuff. So we'll see. The economy depends on your street pass activity and what everybody else is doing. I, I assume, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So. Um, 
the economy. So street. Uh, so I got. That's it, I picked Market Crashes for free, but you can choose between that or Slot Car Rivals. And then the last three, uh, which again you can get a bundle of four for eight ninety nine. But it's Feed Me, Me Trek, Ninja Launcher. I believe is the last one, which is yes. the weirdest name. Yeah, but we'll talk about that in the future when we've yeah, played I'm, it a little more. I'm going on a trip this weekend, so I'm going to bring my 3DS along on the airplane. and. You know what else you can see play See if anybody airplane? else. Uh, yeah, another 3DS? No. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, wait. There is another 3DS. <laughs> oh, why did you bring it up? I thought I forgot about it. I've been saying words like stars and galaxy the whole time just to see what really? would happen. Yeah. Am I going to go back um, and listen and find that you were trying to tease the new galaxy-style <laughs> new Nintendo 3DS? If you play the episode backwards, you're going to hear all sorts of amazing Available things. Available now yeah. for I always one do every week, just in case. <laughs> what the heck is for that thing? $1.99, the weirdest piece, like, okay, so I, I totally get the idea that not every Nintendo product is meant for the hard, diehard Nintendo fan. I'm totally sure. on board with that. Yeah. It's fine. I get yeah. it. At the same time, this is the first time I think I've ever seen an announcement from them where I just went, no. <laughs> like, the, I just, I, I do not, I do not like this thing. I think do you it know is not your that... old Mac screensavers? Well, now you can take it with you. Yeah, you know what? While you're at it, why don't you bring back the Windows 98 Cougar? Like, Ooh. I'm sure that one's available. Like, wow, that'd that be amazing. The 3DS. No, it's, a, it's a weird thing. Like, I mean, at yeah. first when I saw it, I'm like, wait, are they, is this some sort of galaxy troll? Like, are they trolling us? Like, a Mario, Mario Galaxy yeah. 3 is going to get announced? Nope. Nope, and it's just like there's not even any reference to it. It's just like, hey, you guys want a 3DS with a star pattern? Well, here you go. Like that's literally it. Now, I this sounds like market research, marketing driven to me. It's like, it what well, do be. people like? They like the planet Mars. Well, we can't do Mars because there's nothing new right now. They like, you know, football. I can't do that. They like stars. I think they have the data to back up this thing's existence, and their audience is wide enough that. Someone wants yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to want a system with stars on it. But in a year where the <laughs> SNES is 25 years old, and you could have done what Japan did to celebrate Super Famicom, do, this, do a SNES version. Beautiful, yeah. Not, not saying that some people have gone back and hated on the SNES, but I still think that a majority of us appreciate it for what it was, despite the purple and, and some of the stuff that was changed for the right. U.S. version mm-hmm. of yeah. the system. And on top of a year where uh, you do have a Pokemon Sun and Moon game that you haven't announced yet, your Pokemon Sun and Moon themed systems, which I think it, that's an inevitability. You would We're assume. not, right? I would hope. It, I mean, it's like all the rhetoric is about how big their characters are and how that is <laughs> Nintendo's core asset. And you love all these characters. And so here's a 3DS with a star field. Yeah. Like, that is so strange. Like, I yeah. was, I honestly thought they were kidding. I, so I told you jokingly, <laughs> there's a hidden message in the stars, and you wrote yeah, one. Well, I you wrote put it that out. on Twitter. Yeah. My thing, uh, and I'm, I'm gonna, we're going to end on this. I'm sorry, and I don't mean to go on it for too long. But I will say that there are people who came up with instant theories of it comes pre-installed <laughs> with Galaxy, or it has, like, this thing or nope. that thing, or some pie-in-the-sky thing. No, it is just an ugly new Nintendo 3DS XL. <laughs> that is all it is to me, and I'm sorry. It's 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 funny. Like maybe yeah. maybe we'll all have egg on our faces, and this thing just is exactly what the a certain the segment of the audience was yeah. looking for. And next, they're gonna do one with that leaf pattern and the water pattern from your other Mac screensavers. But it's um, wallpapers. But yeah. what a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like, don't mean to hate <sighs> on that for too long. Uh, another game that got sort of an unceremonious like it feels like thirty seconds to a minute, and it. It's kind of difficult to say whether or not how I feel about it was uh, this game called Tank Troopers, which apparently looks like it's a Nintendo-developed game. Um, I kind of consider it the middle point between a six-player six player Splatoon match, and this is for 3DS, and Steel Diver Subwars, where you had one that had no personality, mm-hmm. Steel Diver, and you had one that had all the personality in the world. This is kind of the middle child, but mm-hmm. I don't quite know... Uh, what to make of it yet outside of that it is based on tanks. Um, so I'm hoping that they sort of elaborate and make it a bit more interesting. I think, mm-hmm. I think we talked about that. Yeah, too. yeah, a little bit. I, it's definitely something where I wasn't particularly enthused by the initial showing, but I want, I'm willing to see more and not base my entire opinion on this first showing for sure. I was happy that they didn't do a Federation Force and apply the Advance Wars uh, yeah. license or something to this. Yeah. Like I like it when Battalion they play Wars. around with uh, – <laughs> 
with some new franchises and try something and don't carry the baggage of an established franchise that we're dying to play again. You know, I mean, that's honestly the biggest issue with Federation Force was that they didn't just make this a new game. Like, mm -hmm. it could have been a new game. Yep. So I'm happy that this has its own brand. So um, I'm looking forward to actually playing it and seeing it. You know, Splatoon was one of those games where when we first saw it, we're like, what the hell is this? And now we love it, right? Yeah, so. yeah. And, and that one didn't have a great first showing either, no. in all fairness, at least to us. And you can go back and listen to that episode where we, we kind of felt conflicted because you felt it was too Nickelodeon. I felt like the mechanics were there, but I didn't quite grasp them the first time. Uh, and it's hard to make a first impression. Yeah. So all, all judgment reserved for Tank Troopers for now is all I'm saying. Yep. Um, Picross 3D Round 2 Yay. is out yes. uh, out today. There's a demo on the eShop. You should check that out. I finished out. that in Japanese. I played oh. through the entire Japanese game. Were you satisfied? Got, uh, that was it. I Good played this for like a year. Seriously. Oh, wow. Yeah. When, whenever it came out. I got it when it came out. Yeah. And like, I, I still I played it like it. a month yeah. ago. Okay. okay. Um, it's a great – it's an awesome puzzle game. If you like Picross and it's like it's slicker and faster than the 2D Picross. Crosses. Yep. Uh, Skyward Sword is on Wii U Virtual Console. Forgot to mention that earlier. Also available today uh, if you want to get your Skyward Sword on, which IGN gave a 10. You should go play that. Uh, I only bring it up because that's the score. Um, let's see. Da -da 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 -da. Hyrule Warriors has its autumn update, which basically brought uh, a new weapon for Toon Link. He's sort of wielding the Spirit Tracks train. It's kind of it's kind of <laughs> fun to watch. Well, they go they go really crazy yeah, in that game. Yeah. And like, did you see Zelda taking over all the enemies? Yeah, it's yeah. so comical to see like a dark nut, like a big knight going like hiya hi hi <laughs> with the high voice. It's yeah, pretty I, uh, crazy. I think the best thing about Hyrule Warriors is just what crazy thing are they going to yeah. throw in here oh, next? Yeah. I thought you couldn't top the the, the Link's uh, Epona in, uh, <laughs> like two years ago or whatnot. Um, yeah, and they also said they have a discounted season pass for that. Um, they quickly went over Phoenix Wright, uh, the new Phoenix Wright game. Uh, reminded yeah. you that Dragon Quest Seven. Do you like Phoenix Wright? I've only played one or two, but oh, I've so always good. enjoyed it. I, I'd like I to check games. it back again. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah, so that's a thing that you should be keeping an eye out for, especially since I think it's out. I believe it's out soon. Yeah, September eighth, exclusively on the Nintendo eShop. So no physical package for this. Uh, includes puzzles, mysteries to solve, a striking cast of characters, and new investigation techniques. Watch it's, out. Yep. <laughs> All right. So um, the – sorry. I lost my place. Uh, so Dragon Quest Seven is also coming out really soon. Um, and this pretty. is – Yeah. We, we've got it in the office. Uh, mm -hmm. I've played, I think, the first hour. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, uh, you know, just a, a bit chatty in the opening as RPGs tend to be. But, mm -hmm. you know, I'm getting into my first battle. So we'll have more to say next time. Yeah. Um, but I will say, like, you know, if you know the story of uh, that game on PS1 – it was not a great transition to uh, PlayStation, uh, right? Mm -hmm. The very first time uh, the Anix went out to do it, especially the opening. The opening took forever mm. uh, for certain circumstances. Um, so we'll come back to that game next week, I imagine. Uh, <clears throat> lots, of, lots of stuff to play. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. let's, let's not ignore that. I, there's a lot of stuff coming out for 3DS. That is actually quality software. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there's still a humongous Pokemon game on the horizon. It's and there's good. your favorite yeah. title of any 3DS game, which is Yokai Watch 2 Bony Spirits yep, and Yokai Watch 2 Fleshy Souls. Yeah. The flashy, <laughs> the, oh God, like just all the bony and fleshy jokes on it. middle yeah. school grounds. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while for that to dial down, uh, die oh, yeah. down, I think. I think you underestimate middle schoolers. Really? Uh, yeah. The free there's a free demo version Do on the eShop in mid-September. New battle mechanics. You should check that out. Um, definitely a sign that Yokai Watch 3 is coming to America to me. Yeah. Like they're, they're kind of fast-tracking through the Yokai Watch games on 3DS. And you were, uh, you were kind of lukewarm on the first one, right? I was. I, yeah. just, I didn't like the randomization of it all. Uh, mm -hmm. I felt like you were constantly taking a chance to get – uh, yokai to join your party, whereas in Pokemon the rules are very simple. Right, right. You know, and even when it gets tough, put that thing to sleep and then throw the Pokeball at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas yeah. in this thing, it was more like there's a chance encounter. You got to get the right combination and for it to like you. A uh, little ran too random for my taste. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. <clears throat> so you got Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse. I don't have much to say on this. I know that SMT is a very respected. Launches on September 20th. It's available now to pre-order. Um, uh, the sequel shows another side to the story that was presented in the original for. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. Look, I mean, just like the DS, the 3DS, certainly an RPG system. 
Hmm. Like yeah. you're getting some some tried and true great franchise from the past, but you're also getting some new ones on top of that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, uh, before we get into Pear's favorite story, oh, unless yeah. I'm missing mm-hmm. something, uh, is that they showed more footage of Ever Ever Oasis, which is Grezzo's game that's mm-hmm. currently uh, in development. It is an RPG. The theme is sort of ancient Egypt meets a sort of uh, Japanese sort of approach to it. Uh, it's very interesting looking. Uh, they go into some depth on the mechanics. I'm very curious to see how that game turns out it is a new ip for nintendo this is something that they're taking a chance on so i'm curious to see where it goes and they worked yeah. with grezzo obviously on ports of their their games before right yep, and yep. majora's uh, mask yeah. Arena time 3d competent team so it's it's going to be interesting to see if they learn from the great game design of those games and are able to apply it to this new title so there's two games we haven't talked about actually not one yeah Mario Sports Superstars, it's a five-sport compilation game coming out next spring, apparently. Mm -hmm. Uh, The five sports are baseball, tennis, golf, horse racing, soccer. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Horse horse racing just out of left field. Yeah. It's it's riding the wave of a pocket card jockey, I'm telling you. Yeah. I love that game. That game is awesome. That game is so good. good. I I actually started playing it because I watched you guys play it. Oh, nice. Very cool. Such a great game still. Love it. Um, so you should check that it, out. Like it's, I mean, the, Nintendo has tried many of those sports separately before. Yeah, you know, as standalone games, and I think has found that they weren't able to get that big audience. Certainly, you know, like uh, Strikers did not reach like FIFA heights, right? FIFA mm-hmm. is one of the most uh, successful game franchises out there. Soccer is obviously huge, but that kind of whimsical soccer mm-hmm. hasn't done that well. Now. Soccer with cars, of course. That's a different story nowadays for the kids. But, like, putting them all into a bundle like that, I think it's an interesting approach. If they're full-featured and actually good and fun to play, could be a nice little party package. Yeah, Yeah. no, I I agree with that. Um, John, you were going to say? No, especially as someone who's loved Mario Golf and tennis games before. um, It'll be interesting to see how fully-featured it ends up being. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited having those both sort of at my fingertips. Who makes it? It's not Camelot, right? It didn't say who made it. Uh, The one thing that did surprise me was that the tennis and the golf footage did look exactly like the like, last Mario Golf totally. on 3DS yes. and the last yeah. Mario Tennis released way back when, early days of the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see what the improvements are, right? Yeah. Like, you can't judge the book by yeah. its cover yet. Let's see what they're, what they're going to say and we'll go from there. All games with good gameplay mechanics. Maybe some of them were lacking in depth, like tennis, for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but in like a combo package like that. Yeah, we'll see. I yeah. can't wait to see how horse racing works. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Like, where does, how do you do this? Yeah. Apparently, the Pikmin game has been revealed, and this oh, is a this is a, this is a big deal. So, I want to say a year ago, in an interview, Miyamoto uh, acknowledged the existence of a Pikmin game, saying at the time it was nearly done. Yeah. But then at this past E3, saying, "Well, no, it actually fell behind schedule, but we're nearing completion on it." And now, boom! Is, is this it? This appears or were to they be too? It? a yeah. side-scrolling Pikmin adventure game. Uh, Nintendo describes it during the direct as an action game, yeah. Uh, yeah. which is interesting because yeah. Pikmin has always been more of a strategy. It's thing. an RTS, yeah. but they never called it that. Yeah, I yeah. think everybody's allergic to that term in the Achoo. console realm, right? <laughs> That's right. They all yeah. sneeze. <laughs> but they very specifically in the direct say can only be described as action or yeah. something along yeah. those lines mm-hmm. where it's very clear they want you to know it's different. And, and it is yeah. a very different game. You know, yeah. we just uh, re- made a rewind theater of, of the of Hopefully the it's out by the time you see um, this. So, yeah, hopefully that's up. But, like, it is... you. You know, it does not. It's not like this. This kind of time management and having a big army. Like you're not sending a hundred Pikmin and splitting them into groups and making them all work on things separately. It's a little bit more like Lost Vikings or Lemmings, where you have the side scroller, but you have to kind of plan on how to overcome the obstacles through the powers of the characters. Yeah. And it's interesting because, <clears throat> excuse me. Obviously, Nintendo 3DS is a dual screen system. One of the screens is touch screen. One of the screens is not. Mm-hmm. So it feels like when you commit resources to the t- top screen you're kind of left at the mercy of your planning and what you did and i want to see how they get around or how they set up interesting situations using that yeah you and i during the rewind theater picked apart like where the icons were what they you know obviously there were the obvious mechanics but then there's this jetpack that olimar is yeah. wearing that and he never uses in the trailer but it's on his back the whole yeah, time there's a button for it but on the bottom screen but we don't know what it does that, that may be his way to get out of every stage and it, so you have to 
collect enough golden acorns or whatever to power that thing, right? We don't know yet the what the, plan is what what the exact it. mechanics are. Um, <laughs> you get, yeah. but, but it has it has that same uh, approach where you collect junk, right? Like rusted batteries, coins, little trophies and stuff. And it looks like you've got these bubbles at the top of the screen that tell you how many are in a level and then you want to go find them and then mm. you have to kind of manage your Pikmin to get to them. Um, we did see, you know, the footage shows you can use multicolored Pikmin. They're definitely blue ones. You swim underwater for the first time. Olimar does not sink like a stone to the bottom. He actually uh, is able to swim yep, and yep. fight. And the Pikmin swim with blue, them. Yeah. yellow, red. And yeah. who knows? Maybe we'll see uh, some of the other guys as well. But yeah. Yeah. I, I mean... I know a lot of people see this trailer and go like, ah, oh, do not want, that's not what I wanted, right? But to me, this is not like Federation Force. This is like taking the Pikmin formula and trying to figure out how to do it on a tiny screen like the 3DS. Yeah, and I think yeah. they made like, the right compromises. I think they yeah. sort of looked at it and said, okay, this would never work as a 3D title on here because of how small these screens are, how low resolution yeah. they are. Let's work to its strengths. Let's make it a 2.5D sort of system. From what we can tell, it looks like when you hold the left side of uh, you're going to be holding your 3DS with your left hand. You're going to be using mm-hmm. the analog stick to move Alamar around, yeah. but at the same time, you're tapping the screen to throw Pikmin. It'll and you get some icons. You got the whistle mm. icon on whatever that backpack thing is on the screen. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. No, totally. I, I think that uh, the yeah, we just got to see where they take it. And this is the first reveal. It's a 2017 game. That's all we know. Yeah. Uh, anything to add? I mean, I think Pikmin 3 was the most brilliant game on Wii U. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sadly, I, I'm the only person in the office who says that. I, I no, love that game. I love that yeah, game. That game's amazing. I've been a huge Pikmin fan since the first game, and I, I agree. Uh, compromises had to be made for this. It also leaves the door open for whatever Pikmin 4 on a hybrid handheld home console could be. Yeah. Yeah. But I. I'm interested enough in this initial trailer. Mm-hmm. I think I liked sort of when you first see that it's on both screens and they're using the levels to sort of layer the environment. And I, yeah. I, I'm excited to play around with that. I just hope yeah. it doesn't get the chibi robo thing, like where it loses something in the translation to that yeah. perspective, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but chibi robo too, they turned into an action more. Oh, well, oh, I guess look yeah. at that. Well, what do you yeah. know? It yeah. became an action game, but yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. not in the in the best sense. But chibi um, robo obviously was a very different game. Like that transition. I mean, no, but it's similarly but, as Nietzsche in but, terms of like. From 3D properties. to 2D, that that execution should have been easier. Like with Pikmin, I actually think it's a little bit more challenging. Like Pikmin is not a normal game. Like mm-hmm. you, the main character can't do jack. It's yeah, all yeah. about the people Resource, following you and the management, management of the groups yeah. and assigning them. And like in the trailer, we saw you know they he throws the fire Pikmin to stomp out the fire mm-hmm. and the electric guys to bridge a circuit that's yeah. interrupted. He also so has it, the yellow, the red Pikmin pushing a, a rock, and then he climbs a vine and gets on top of it. And the yellow Pikmin behind him help push it. They've got stuff like yeah. that. Well, I, say, I, I think it looks good. I, yeah. I'm excited for. Oh yeah, it. no yeah. same yeah. same. Uh, and, and they do give the illusion of the bigger world around Ooh. you. They do a good job of playing with scale and depth. But and I will the say, enemies are big too. Yeah, like the, the bulbs you run through the legs is that huge. Big. Yeah, that yeah. was also really cool. I just learned something though during this. I really need to invite you both to the top twenty-five Wii U meeting oh, because yeah. I would never win the argument that Pikmin Three was the number one game on Wii U, and it drives me. Well, nuts. it isn't the number one it game on the Wii U. Is. But it is not. It is. You can't put my Wind Waker on that same platform mm. oh. and say yeah, that Pikmin is better. you can't judge Wind Waker by, totally by today's standards right. well, either. You've got to come up with your rules. If your yeah. rules are the very best game on the platform, that's one thing. If your rules are the very best game just created for the platform, The thing that kills one. me is Pikmin 3 sometimes feels to me like the best game that no one played. It's a really good game. Yeah. That drives me up the wall because that but, game was quality, especially after that last update. I agree, update. but that platform also has Mario Kart on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it has Wind Waker on it. And Smash Brothers on it. And yeah. it has Smash Brothers. But and the it smartest has, one. And it has Mario on it. And, and it has like, Splatoon on it. And yeah. it has Splatoon on it. Like, it's hard to rank those games. It's got games. Breath of the Wild on it. And Oops, I would not. <laughs> and I would not put, I would not put Pikmin 3, honestly, as number one, but I really love that game. I just inv- uninvited you from that meeting. Sure. I mean, I okay. would definitely <laughs> just invite you to this meeting. Also, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Lego City has to be on there. Yeah, Not in uh, number one, but uh, Lego City yeah, it's, it's, is often forgotten. It's a good game. Yeah, other game, other great game that no one played or this l- fewer folks played. Good, mm-hmm. yeah, good, good grammar. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. It's what we do here. At All right. Yeah. Uh, I think that's Man, our it was show. a lot of stuff. No, oh, yeah. pack a lot. In last here. thing, though. Jesus. Last thing. So uh, let's just talk about the interstitials, the vibe, the you know Nintendo sort of approach of 
sort of doling out information and delivering new information. The silliness or the silliness? The, the yeah, theme, I mean, I feel like yeah. once again, the theme is still sort of trying to juggle time between the games that are going to blow your mind and the games that this is the only place we can show them to you because we've trained you to come here to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like like uh, for some folks that was Tank Troopers, uh, for for better or worse. Um, Verdict's still out on that one. But, uh, yeah, what'd you think? Bearded Hill Trinan. There was way more in it than I thought would be in it. I thought for sure this is going to focus on the Nindies, which nothing wrong with that. There's some good games, obviously. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to focus on that and Pokemon and... You know, and and some of the the more immediate releases. I was not expecting a Pikmin announcement. I was abs. I had completely forgotten about our repeated requests to have Mario Maker on the 3DS. Like that's that was completely unexpected. And so I enjoyed it. I thought you know it was full of surprises. It's always Nintendo's directs are always charming and goofy, right? Like they have this this kind of silly attitude. I hope uh, Donuts becomes a thing for for Reggie (laughs) that he's gonna that uh, yeah that they bring Uh, back uh, that they bring back Reggie. Zilla yeah. was what mm-hmm. I uh, yeah. the, the whole where's my 3ds? What about you? you think? Uh, no, I enjoyed it. Uh, interstitial wise, uh, I had fun. I enjoyed. I I took it as a Lost parody, so that worked for me really well because <laughs> I, I love Lost. Uh, it, it is that thing I completely understand from one side. They want to keep it light. They want to keep it fun. I really want to get to the announcements I care about, but I do in this format. I appreciate them putting that in there, not having it just be cut and dry thing after thing after thing because it's not a straight press conference. It is a packaged product, and mm-hmm. I appreciate. I think they did pretty well this time around. Yeah. And they and they shotgun it in terms of audience, right? Like they go for you know th- there was a, a ten second Disney magical princess reel in there, along with hey we got a Pikmin four announcement. Like they are really trying to make sure hey here's everything we have to talk about for 3ds because probably the next time we have something to say, it's about that big uh, code name system that we're not talking about and that yeah. we keep yeah. sort of the pushing s- back. The specter was looming over the direct the whole time. Yeah, you that's know, why like, you got... What was said was almost as important... Uh, what wasn't said is almost as important exactly. as what was said. Yeah, and you've got 3DS yeah. games going into 2017, so clearly the stage is set for you to do, I'm doing my best. Christopher what is Walken. with the Christopher Walken was there? there <laughs> For yeah. you to do something, cowbell. Yeah, <laughs> cowbell. Wow, um, Jesus. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think that uh, the interstitial stuff was fun. It was nice to see them play around with their person, you know, be personality driven more. I feel like they only let that loose at E3 when they do their digital event, and I feel yeah. like during the year you should have fun doing that stuff uh, because ultimately it it serves the entire audience you're trying to serve. You yeah. know, it's serving the hardcore gamer as much as it's serving everyone else. By the way, no mm-hmm. news on Cloud or Bayonetta, Amiibo, nothing, yeah. huh? Interesting. Go fish. Yeah? Yeah. Also, um... Like, the com- the completionist in me is is shedding a silent <laughs> tear. I will yeah. say this. The moment, and this this felt like borderline trolling, and I'm going to pa- call this out. The moment Bill was yeah. on... And uh, Bill, freshly shaven Bill Trennan was <laughs> yeah. on, and he said, "What the a gorgeous next man!" Oh, yeah. Seventeen seconds, mm-hmm. and he let it hang. Mm-hmm. I think everyone in the room was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Is this?" And and then it's like, "Will be the most adorable thing you've ever seen." And it's like, "Well, there yeah. it is." You think yeah. that was the trend troll in action? <sighs> Ooh, I felt. I th- see. I thought the Reggie troll with the Galaxy was uh, That's fair. Um, no, almost better. But I, uh, we saw the system was announced. I did have this week. that moment when Bill said that for a second. I really did think. Because uh, it, it is toward it's the end of the video, and I was like, "We're gonna get it. It's actually gonna happen, even if it's just a quick little." Here's when you'll know. But no, I, I it was it was over anticipatory of me. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, uh, just a special me- message for uh, Tran Tran uh, on Twitter. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for that moment. Uh, but that's it. Uh, that overall happy with the direct. Uh, definitely indifferent towards one last thing. Being that these games getting a second life on 3DS, so far, no real messaging behind if you are a Wii U owner who bought those games. Is there any way they're going to incentivize you outside of content so, for in terms of like a discount, something? Yeah, and I think that's the one thing, right? Like I, I, the people who watch Nintendo Directs are definitely the super fans, and they likely already have some of those games, too. Bought right? a, Wii, a lot of them and, bought a Wii U, I and, bet. But, you know, that Nintendo Direct is how the message starts, right? Nintendo wants you to talk to others and tell them about what's coming. And so, you know... To that friend who never bought Mario Maker because he doesn't have a Wii U, you now can tell him, "Hey, you can buy it on 3DS, and let, yeah. me, let me play some of your levels." So, I just hope yeah. that you know you have my Nintendo, you have a way of tracking digital purchases at least. I wish there was a way to figure this out, but maybe yeah. they can't because they don't have a way to do it for physical products. Maybe yet. that yeah. could be the problem. And X save us. Bridge, bridge the gaps. Bridge the, bridge the gap. Please exist and just show yourself. 
Now. <laughs> and I think we're done. Just unless quiet, you no, there's just a quiet prayer for the NX to exist. <laughs> I don't want to do Ooh, prayers. We on should the show. bring a Ouija board in no. and just ask it questions about the NX. About the NX. Oh, Ouija board. Anybody have a Ouija board we can borrow? There is a there's a Ouija board movie coming out, a sequel to the original Ouija and movie. So. We're done. Thank you so much for listening to the Total Voice Chat. We Ouija are a weekly show on IGN, and there's a bunch of other podcast shows that you should check out. Leave us feedback on iTunes. Uh, head on over there. You can leave us a review. Or email us at mvc at ign.com. Let us know what you thought of the direct. I mean, we can read a couple of those next week, I feel. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, and sure. lastly, <laughs> make sure you track down Andrew Goldfarb. You tell him how much yes. you love Poochie at PAX. Uh, yeah. He's running around um, looking for uh, any and all IGNers, along with Marty Sleva and Alana yeah. Pierce. Yep. And cool. make sure he doesn't fall off a pier again. Looking for Pokemon. Looking for we Pokemon. Can only... yeah. Take care yeah. of the kid, okay? Sure. That's right. it. He's yeah, I th- that's it. So let's just sign off. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find Per Schneider at Per IGN. You can find Jonathan Dornbush at at JM Dornbush. And thank you very much for joining thank us. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Prompto, yeah. yeah, put you we on the spot. Him, we gave him exactly thirty yep. second heads up time. That's how we do it here because, because, because we forgot Brian was gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, you can find me on Twitter, Jose underscore Otero. Thank you so much for listening and watching. We'll be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Chat. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.